Hello. Hey. <laughs> wow, we're actually doing this. <laughs> I know. Well, my name is Rochelle. And I'm Cheyenne. And we are the Come Again Soon podcast. And we're so happy to bring this podcast to you guys on a bi-weekly basis starting today. And we hope that you find these things as interesting as we do. A lot of it is probably just going to be us like chatting to each other about things we've talked about before, things we're interested in, experiences we've had. And if you enjoy anything that we talk about, you should follow and listen bi-weekly and send us a message and let us know what you like to hear yeah our socials are just come again podcast on instagram and the twitter is come again soon underscore is our twitter just search come again soon podcast on twitter and you'll find that account too yeah so make sure you follow us if you like what we're doing let us know and we're so happy to have you on board So today we are going to kind of just talk about ourselves and give you guys a little bit of a background in case if you don't know who we are. And if you do know who we are, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, I hope that you guys enjoy this. So the way that Cheyenne and I met is actually through high school. She was a year below me and we had, I think, a few classes together. Yeah, I know we definitely... I think we had college prep together. Yep. Maybe. Yep. And then we had uh, Spanish. Oh, yeah. Were, were you in AP when I was in AP English with Mr. Vinger and like Morgan? Oh, yeah, I think so. Probably. I think so. And then um, we also took psychology together. Oh, dude. Yes. That was fun. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I remember I have like a video of you like yeah. holding a flag and like marching around the room. Yes. It's on Facebook, too. Oh, man. It's got so many views. <laughs> like my every time it comes up, I reshare it. And I'm just like, well, good times. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we took um, we took a bunch of classes together. And in high school, we weren't really friends I would say we were acquaintances like we we took band together and were you in choir I was trying to think about that the other day. toward the end yeah <laughs> yeah so we took a couple classes but we and we would talk here and there but it was never like we hung out right we weren't like enemies but yeah. we definitely weren't close but in a small school I feel like everyone is sort of friends with everyone on some level just like mm-hmm. varying degrees of closeness which is such a weird dynamic but we definitely knew a lot about each other without ever hanging out outside of school. (laughs) Yeah. And like our friend groups weren't exactly the same. Cause like I was, I was friends with everybody in high school. Like I can't remember me not being friends with any, like any particular person. Like I bounced from friend group to friend group uh, because I just never really wanted to stay with one friend group um, except for probably closer to my senior year I stayed with Phoebe and Michaela those were my girls but other than that I mostly was friends with everybody especially grades above and below me and so our friend groups weren't exactly intermingled but we were still able to be friends and hang out and when we were in band you went on the band trip right yeah when we went to Disney yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even remember like hanging out with you at all during that time. No, all I remember is that you lost basically everything <laughs> you owned on that trip. <laughs> oh my gosh, we'll have to make a podcast about that someday because that was the funniest trip. Oh my god, that was so fun. But <laughs> it was. It's... And 
I literally asked my mom today. I told my mom, I was like, I haven't told you this, but I'm going to make a podcast with one of my friends. You remember Rochelle from high school, right? And she's like, yeah. And I, I was prepared to like give her more information to describe you if she didn't remember. And I should have thought about that because my mom was a chaperone on that trip. So she oh. definitely remembered like all the things that happened to you on the trip. That was so it's, it's kind of ironic now, too, because I actually live in Orlando. And if you are from Orlando, you know that there's like all the suburbs of Orlando are actually just Orlando. We just call it all Orlando. And where Medieval Times was, which is one of the places we visited, the Walmart that we went to after that is the Walmart that I go shopping in every single day that I need things, which is kind of ironic how it works out that four years later I moved there and lived in that town. That's so crazy. (laughs) I know. It's a small world, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. but yeah and then we just became closer I kind of brought this up to her the other day we at the beginning of this year I want to say or like towards the middle of this year no I remember I remember I bought some Bane shoes and you swiped up on my story and was like are those Banes?" and I totally ignored it forever because I forgot about it Oh, yeah, because I'm a Bangs ambassador. So I saw that you had bought a pair and I was like, oh, my gosh, what? Because I never know if people know about the shoes or if like they stumble across them or if they're also an ambassador and I just didn't know it. So when I saw them, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, so cool. Tell me more. Like, do you like them? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then nothing. Um, So I have a habit of not opening Snapchats or messages from anybody. And that means anybody including my own mother I'm sorry mom I love you but (laughs) I just don't open messages I don't know how to explain it it just gives me anxiety sometimes and so I was really bad about opening messages and then one day I swiped right on one of the messages and opened it up and responded and then from there Cheyenne just started talking every single day and then we started sending voice memos back and forth and had fun with that and just telling each other stories about our life And then it's so ironic because one day I was driving home from work and listening to a podcast and I was thinking to myself, man, I really want to start a podcast. And that night, Cheyenne mentioned something about starting a podcast. (laughs) And it was literally like the universe was telling us we needed to start a podcast. And here we are. Yeah. And I, Rochelle has a YouTube channel and I knew this and she's had it for a year. She actually just celebrated her one year anniversary. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. But (laughs) by the time you guys listen to it. (laughs) But I saw the video. Um, So anyway, I thought about that. And I've been wanting to do something creative and like more permanent and not like painting or drawing. And I couldn't think of what it was that I should do. And I've wanted to start a podcast or like a YouTube channel or something, but never felt confident enough to start it on my own. So this is kind of like a test run for both of us to like explore the waters and do something new that we've always wanted to try and I think new things are less scary when you have someone to do it with so that's kind of uh, the goal here exactly and it's really cool because our dynamic is so good at this point we've been talking for at least six months every day where we've gotten to a dynamic of being I would call you one of my best friends and I sit and I talk like the way I talk to Cheyenne is it's easy It's not Mm -hmm. like forced. It's very easy for me to speak about whatever I'm thinking, which is why this podcast I feel is going to be so good for both of us because we're both so open with each other and able to talk about these things. So 
yeah I'm just over here like aggressively nodding so (laughs) yeah we also have each other on FaceTime so we can see each other so it's not so weird just listening to each other's voices yeah (laughs) so because we are we are social distancing we are taking the pandemic very seriously and we are still social distancing and then when I go back to Florida we're still going to continue the podcast virtually like this so that we are able to continue right so basically I mean, unless something changes in the future and (laughs) unless, I mean, like when things start to go back to normal, we probably still won't be recording together in the same space because we're going to be living in different states. So uh, I think it's cool that it's starting off this way because I think otherwise it would have almost been discouraging or Mm -hmm. seemed impossible to do it together, even though we don't live in the same city. But there's so many things and so many different ways to use technology to your advantage and I think this time in like in quarantine or in social distancing it's been easier to discover those things and I think people are realizing how great it is to have those different options available yeah and just technology these days is just insane like uh Cheyenne mentioned that I uh, also have a YouTube channel which just some of the things I'm able to do for the channel and stuff like that is just crazy I still pinch myself every day I'm like oh my gosh this is insane that I'm able to do this and technology is this good that I'm able to have my life on a platform that is so widely spread and anybody can want speaking of which if you guys are interested in my (laughs) YouTube channel it is youtube.com backslash envirominefulness and you can also see it on our socials. I'll probably share it on our Instagram page so you guys can see if you guys want to subscribe and see what we look like. If you don't know what we look like, <laughs> at least what I look like. <laughs> or, um, you know, if you really want to, just keep it a mystery. That's fun. Yeah, too. <laughs> keep it a mystery. Just listen to our voices. That's fine. I actually do have a couple throwback pictures of Cheyenne and I that I might throw up on the uh, on the Instagrams. That would be that would be kind of fun. But if it's from high school, I definitely just I think I looked like a slob a lot. Um, I wore a lot of sweatpants in high school. I rediscovered Crocs in high school. So we're also from Wisconsin, where it's cold nine months of the year. Right. So sweatpants is not a bad move when you're from Wisconsin. Right. You can only wear jeans so many days before you get sick of them. Yeah, so speaking of which, um, Wisconsin, we went to a high school in Viola, Wisconsin called Kickapoo High School. And do you remember how many people were in your class? Once we graduated, it was 30, including foreign exchange students. And I don't know how many we had, but at least like two or three that like graduated with us. Yeah, so my class, I want to say was around 27 or 28 I think um, so with foreign exchange students as well yeah so probably more like 24 25 when you think about it um and those are the people that I started going to school at Kickapoo in fifth grade and from fifth grade until graduation those were the people that I grew up with basically they I watched them turn into the wonderful people they are today and we it was such a close-knit group that we still feel like family, even though we haven't spoken. Like, I haven't spoken to some of them in five years. Our five-year yeah. class reunion was actually supposed to be this year, and it's been pushed back about six times due to COVID. And at this <laughs> point, I don't think it's actually happening. But 
it's it's crazy to come from such a small town and go to a big city. I live in Orlando. Cheyenne lives in Madison. And mm-hmm. it's a big difference, I would say. I've never, I've been to Madison, but I've never lived there, obviously. So I don't know what it's like there, but I know it's a big change from Orlando versus Viola, which is 600 people. Right. And for me, it was a huge change because I grew up on a farm in the middle of nowhere. So I didn't even live in the Kickapoo district. I open enrolled to go to Kickapoo. Oh, and wow. so, you know, my brother went there before me. And then I went there from preschool until I graduated. So the same people that I started school with when I was four years old are the people that I graduated with when I was 18. So that was really interesting. And it's pretty cool, honestly, uh, because I can come back home and feel like there's no disconnect between the people I was close with in high school from then until now, even if I don't see them for like multiple years. (laughs) Um, And maybe that's just friendships if they're strong enough they last like that uh so moving from a farm (laughs) not even in a town to madison um was definitely a huge adjustment and i would say it took me probably two and a half to three years to actually feel comfortable in madison um but now this is my this is going into my fifth year living in madison and i it definitely feels like a second home it feels I mean, I don't want to say it feels like more home than home because all of my family is uh, in the area that I grew up in, but I don't know. It feels like my city, which is such a cool thing to have, you know, a separate place where you've grown and developed into kind of a new person after leaving your parents' house. And I don't know. I love being able to show people around my city. Like I have little places to show them and, um, like fun memories just growing up on my own once I left home. And I 100% agree with everything that Cheyenne said. Uh, Whenever people come to Orlando, I'm always like, let me, let me show you around. Even if I wasn't friends with them in high school, anytime that anybody from high school comes to Orlando, I'm like, Oh, I'll meet you. I'll go somewhere. Like, let's go out to eat. I know all the best places. Yeah. And it's, I really, relate to the thing that you said about it being more of a home almost than home is because whenever people ask me where I think home is I always say Orlando but if I'm in Orlando then I say Wisconsin if I'm in Wisconsin I say Orlando but I would say that it's always been more of home to me than I grew up in Reedstown so than Reedstown ever was um Reedstown is the town next to Viola which is where we went to high school um did not grow up grow up on a farm which kind of would be cool um but it had its moments it had its moments (laughs) yeah yeah I feel like I don't know I in high school I probably wouldn't have been a farm girl but now I feel like I'm like total like into that well yeah I mean you're more into nature and outdoors and sustainability than you were in high school yeah which brings us to the next thing so I am a junior at University of Central Florida UCF go Knights charge on and (laughs) I am studying biology my major is in biology with a minor in environmental studies and I'm on the track of 
conservation, evolutionary biology, and ecology, which is a bunch of big words for I like animals and the environment. Um, But I, in high school, I think I've always been someone that was very into nature and the environment I just didn't realize it because I always wanted to go to school for marine biology anybody you can ask anybody from high school I said over and over and over I was going to school in Florida to study marine biology and that was my dream and then when I started that was my dream that was what I was going to school for had been my dream for 17 years and I was in my first environmental studies class and I just fell in love and I realized that that's actually where I wanted to be because I could do so much. I could do ocean conservation. I could do environmental conservation. I could do wildlife ecology and wildlife conservation. And I just kind of had an epiphany that that was where I was meant to be. And so I've been studying that now for, I changed my major a year and a half ago to two years ago and I've never been happier. And I really enjoyed the track I'm on right now. That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's been great to see the things that you were interested in high school. And what did you do your research paper on? Was it marine biology? Yes. So we had a research paper that we had to do for college prep, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we had to do a paper. And I think it had to be like 25 pages. Mm-hmm. And then we had to do a 45 minute long presentation to go along with it. Yeah. And or like 30 minutes, something around there. I think it was like 30 to 35 or something because forty-five yeah. is like the whole class period. Yeah. And we had two people go a class period. So it was it was a decent chunk of time that it took. And I remember I wrote my paper. I don't know how long you took, but I took like two days because I was so interested in the topic. (laughs) It took me so long, but I also did my research paper on John Philip Sousa. So, oh, yeah, I remember that. (laughs) Um, I think I kind of missed the point of the research paper. It was supposed to like present a type of argument or something that you believe and you're supposed to prove it. But like I didn't do that (laughs) I don't think I did that either yeah I mean I don't know know what my topic would have been like what was I arguing about marine biology like maybe that it's important yeah I guess but I I I really supposed I think we were supposed to like make a claim like John Philip Sousa is the best uh composer and band leader in the history of all the world and Mm -hmm. then defend why you believe that's true and I just wrote about his life (laughs) I just gave facts about where he grew up and all the things he did. And anyway, I mean, I got a good grade. That's all that matters. Like I passed the class. Right. I (laughs) I graduated. But what I was saying, it was so cool to see the things you're interested in in high school and all of the energy that you poured into it. And even though it's not exactly where you're at right now, is that how life works for anyone? Like, So many people change their minds and change their course of action and eventually find the thing that you're meant to be doing. So I think it's great that you started being interested in something that's so close to what you're doing now and you are already passionate about it. So, Yeah, I said something the other day to Cheyenne and let me see if I can remember exactly what it was. I think it was, I don't know where I'm supposed to be, but I'm exactly where I need to be or something like that. Or like, I didn't know where I was going, but I know I'm exactly where I need to be. Mm -hmm. Something along those lines. And like, because I think we were talking about like how our five year, 10 year 
15 year plans didn't really turn out exactly how we thought it they would but it's exactly the way that it needs to be for us to be the people we are today and I just I mean <laughs> when I was talking about my five-year plan I said that I was going to graduate college and be married and everything and I'm 23 and still in college and single so honestly there is no timeline to finish any of that. It's not a race. It's about how you do life. I mean, now I'm getting all inspirational and <laughs> you guys have probably lost like 30 people listening to this right now. But um, yeah, it's it's been a fun journey and I'm very, very happy with where I am right now. I agree. I think it's taken me a while to be content with the direction that my life is headed and maybe that sounds pessimistic, but I think that it's um, it's good to have a dose of reality and realistic nature, um, at least for me, because I try to be as optimistic as possible. But then that kind of like skews my perception of how I'm doing in life if I'm always the optimist. Um, and I think that taking time away from school. OK, so I guess a little bit about me. <laughs> um I graduated high school and then I moved to Madison, Wisconsin, and I started at University of Wisconsin-Madison. And I completed my first year at UW-Madison with like an undeclared major. I think I actually declared an English major um, halfway through my first year. And then I worked at summer camp and kind of changed how I see a lot of things in the world, changed how I viewed myself and made a lot of new friendships and started to question if I actually knew what I wanted to study and do with my life. Um, And come to find out, I did not actually know (laughs) what I wanted to do. So then I kind of changed my direction again and ended up withdrawing that following year. And then I worked in a hotel for an entire year and I think that was a big challenge because I still lived in a college town and I still lived with people who were in college classes full-time students um and it was pretty discouraging to know that I couldn't be in school at that time mostly it's because I couldn't afford it and school is very expensive it's a huge commitment to both your social and personal life and also your financial ability to pay like to Anyway, (laughs) it's just a lot of commitment in a lot of different areas. And that was kind of the the course of me being in school over the next two or three years. I would start thinking I was ready and then have to withdraw again because I wasn't quite ready. And I could convince myself with my optimistic nature to be ready to dive back in and spend all of my time doing schoolwork and to get good grades and I wasn't being realistic enough with what I could demand of myself and what I could actually accomplish so now I don't have a college degree yet Um, I'm not currently in school but one thing that I have learned for myself is how to balance my optimism and my realism so I understand my limitations in a healthy way. And I've also learned about a lot about myself and what I want to do with my life in that 
in those years away from school that I wouldn't have had time to explore otherwise. So working with students during the school year and also working with high school age campers at summer camp, it's drawn me into like talking more about understanding uh, ourselves and our emotions on a real level, which leads me to want to study uh, youth and adolescent psychology. So I have a, a goal. I don't have a timeline, but I think for me, timelines are less important than the reason why. So I've spent the last few years establishing why I want to do what I want to do and if that's a good enough reason to commit all of the different parts of my life to making that goal happen. And I'm at the point where I know that that's what is going to happen. I just don't have a timeline for it. But I know that that will come eventually. And I'm okay with that. It took me a while to be okay with it, but that's where I'm at. So I'm still living in Madison and given everything that's going on, I'm going to be a nanny and helping with virtual learning with the family that I'm nannying for. And that's what I'm doing. Yeah, that's amazing. I think that you touched on a lot of good points. Going back to kind of my school experience is kind of similar to Cheyenne's in the way that I hit a lot of emotional dead ends in my own life and a lot of emotional, personal turmoil and really just found that school was not the easiest for me. And I want to say it was about two years ago, I withdrew from, well, I got incompletes on every class that I took my spring semester of 2018. And then I completed them over the summer while taking another summer class while working full time. And I completed the both those semesters, my summer semester and my spring semester that summer. And then from then on, fall of 2018 up until spring of 2020, I withdrew from at least two classes every semester. And I ended up withdrawing from my first semester of college at UCF. I medically withdrew from the entire semester just due to some of the emotional imbalances I was dealing with as far as a lot of what she was talking about with struggling to find the why and struggling to deal with the timeline as well. Um, because I, I, in my own head, I was thinking I need to be done in two years with my, because uh, I got my associates at Valencia College in Orlando. And then I got my, I switched over, transferred to UCF and now I'm working on my four-year degree so I was thinking in my own head I need to finish this in two years and now I'm going on a year and I still haven't completed a single semester at UCF so honestly the timeline is just not as important as the reason why you're going to school and your own emotional health and mental health and now I am enrolled in four classes two at Valencia two at UCF and I'm doing them all online. I am currently living in Minnesota with my dad. And I work at a salon full time as a receptionist. Um, 
So I check people in all day (laughs) and I really love my team. They are making things so much easier for me because it's not easy to be a full-time student while working full-time. I also help run a club on campus called Knights for Wildlife Conservation and I'm the secretary and I also have an internship with Ideas for Us, which I would love to go more into someday with you guys. Um, It's a great organization, nonprofit organization and they do great things for the environment and for the city of Orlando so I'm very very fortunate to be having the opportunity to work with them and that's basically what I'm doing this semester moving back to Orlando in November hopefully so I don't have to deal with cold (laughs) (laughs) yeah honestly (laughs) so we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and Honestly, we are so excited to be doing this with you guys and hope that you stay here and continue to listen. And don't forget to come again soon. Bye. Bye.